of my friends that I met at campus ministry, Camille. <laughs> and the thing, okay, the thing that first I love about Camille is her amazing voice. Like y'all will hear it in this podcast. It is like the most unique voice I've ever heard. But second, this girl is truly on fire for the Lord. And just like one of those people that you don't have to like filter yourself with that you can just show up and like pour out your heart and she's there to listen and like there to comfort you and then in return like give advice back and when we were thinking like we were in a deep conversation when yeah. I, and i was like we need to talk about this on an episode and i'm kind of just gonna let her lead on this one and obviously it'll still be a conversation but we were like talking about two things um one you know being scared of confrontation because like, I feel like there's two different types of confrontation. One is like, you're just confronting somebody that you don't really care about. Like the relationship doesn't matter. But secondly, confrontation where it's truly with somebody that you care about and you want to preserve that relationship. And how do you go about that confrontation? And then Camille brought up like something called learning your likes and dislikes, which I've never heard of. So I want her to explain that, you know, let us all learn together. But anyways, I'll let Camille introduce herself first. Hello, that was the best introduction ever. <laughs> so thank you, Madeline. I feel the same way about you. I think just uh, meeting another great Christian friend on such a big campus has made UNCC feel so small and homey. Oh, which that's a great way to describe it. Like, yes. I've had that feeling, but I've never described it that way. Yes. That was good. Oh, thank that you. Was good. <laughs> so I just, I'm so excited to be here. And I mean, I've learned so much from Madeline just over this past couple of like, months. I've yes. met her, which is so cool. And I'm just so grateful for her and Honeypot Podcast. So keep listening, guys, because it's only going to get better. Oh, yes. Um, <laughs> not even just today's episode. Plugging, plugging the Oh, plugging yes. The Shameless plug. Um, so yeah, I'm excited. I'm a transfer here. So everything's new to me too. Yes, you need to catch the people up yes. on your life story. She has okay. like just a crazy, <laughs> like moving around, like yes. truly following the Lord yes. life story. For I'll let sure. you share that. Okay, here we go. So I originally went, I'm from Charlotte, North Carolina. So, um, but then I really wanted to move out to California. So I ended up moving out to San Diego and attending a small Christian university out there for my first year of college. So that was the year 2020. And then um, I really just felt like I needed to be home. And I didn't understand why, but I was like, okay, I'm gonna go home. And it was too late to transfer to any four-year university. So I ended up doing community college for a semester. And then at this point in my life, I really don't think I was uh, listening to the Lord. <laughs> so I um, ended up just applying to these schools and I just- In Charlotte. And yeah, so I applied to Charlotte and a few other in North Carolina. And then I was like, I just feel like I have to move away because that's what I thought about college. Like I thought you kind of had to make a decision to move away. And which I'm learning is totally not true, but it's great no matter what yeah. you, is right for you and your decision. Um, so then I went away and quickly realized that I needed to move back home. <laughs> so my parents are probably going crazy at See, this point. See, the thing I love about us sitting in this room together is like the Lord can call us all to the same thing, but from different walks of life. Like I'm yes. sitting here coming 20 hours away. You're sitting here. This is your home city. Yes. And the Lord, we are at such a moment in our lives right now where we need each other. 100%. See, that's just, that's just perfectly oh God. put together All by the Lord. God. Yes. yes. And so, so good to be here. And I'm excited. Mm -hmm. so, let's so now she's back in Charlotte. Yes. She loves it here. Loves it here. I mean, out of every school, I mean, I have to say this is just my fave, which is so funny. Yeah. Because um, if you would have asked me a year ago where I would be right now, it would not have been here. But God <laughs> is hilarious and really awesome. And no, just God truly delivers. is. God truly is hilarious. Yes. Like, he'll have, 
Like, you'll be on a wild goose chase, and oh. then you're like, I just need to come home. <laughs> 110%. So I'm so thrilled to be here today. <laughs> yes. So, and we can just, like, jump right into yeah. it of, you know, kind of what we were yeah. talking about. I'm just going to let Camille go ahead and explain, like, the yeah. what is likes and dislikes? Yeah. I don't even know. Absolutely. So my mom and I were talking a couple weeks ago, and I was just like, you know what? I went to this thing, and it was like this... Uh, youth group kind of night. Uh, not youth group because I'm not youth. Like young adults. Yeah. Kind of night. No, I still say youth yeah. group even though I am an adult. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't feel like it yet. But um, I just was like, I just don't really think I liked it. And she's like, that's okay. And I was like, and I don't really think I liked this thing either. And But I really liked what I did yesterday, you know? Mm-hmm. And she was like, okay, you're in this time of your life where you're learning like the do's and the don'ts, the like yeses yes. and the no's and the likes and the dislikes. And so I think that it almost was this wave of relief because it was like, I don't have to like everything. And I'm so grateful that I try so much, you know, yeah. but I'm not, we're not called to be a part of everything or yes. attend every group or like every subject in school you and know? i think I, I love that because you know i catch myself so often being like say you're out with a group of friends you know and they're like oh what'd you think about this and you're like oh tell me first so you can change your response yes. based on what they say yeah oh did you like this coffee oh i didn't if, if you didn't like it i wasn't really <laughs> feeling it either <laughs> like, exactly we do change our opinions based on the group of people we're in yeah we find ourselves being so honest with maybe like our comfort people, like our best friends, our parents, yep. or maybe even ourselves in our like alone space. So it is interesting because we will change. I change for it. And, and it's so hard. Like, it's so weird because even like the little things, like, yeah. did you like this coffee? Yeah. It's like, you are you know you're doing it too, like yeah. morphing yourself oh, yeah. into being a part and like agreeing with this group yes. of people. But yeah, yet you, <laughs> and then you get to like bigger issues and then it's like truly like heartbreaking yes. to do this. For sure. And you don't want, I think another thing is, is like, you don't want to be fake. Right. And you don't want to, I don't know, like lie because you're like, this is only hurting me, like yeah. truthfully. And I feel like I'm not. Because you can lie about those oh, yeah. little things, but nobody will know nor care. But it's like, but it's, like you said, it's hurting you only. Absolutely. Because no one notices other than you. Um, but I feel like that's a good lead into. Yes. Our second thing kind of, you know, this is like all one big conversation, yeah. but talking about you know like i said earlier you know confronting people in a loving way Mm -hmm. you know balancing grace and truth and that is so hard like just straight up so hard so if you you know if you find yourself in that situation right now and you know i was ranting to camille about this like what i'm going through Mm -hmm. and she just had first great, so much great advice on it. But like, it truly is hard to navigate that situation. Yes. And I'll kind of let you like, what did yes. you share with me? Like, give yeah. back the advice that you gave Absolutely. me. Absolutely. So I think when it comes to those people that we're closest to, we don't, like, at least for me, and I feel like Madeline could agree with me on this, it's hard to have those tough conversations. Yeah. Because you find yourself being like, well, I don't know, like, I can it'll be fine. Like just give it a couple weeks yeah. and, or we'll, you we'll talk, talk yourself out of it. Absolutely. But then as time goes on, resentment might grow in your heart because you're like, you're not confronting. You're not probably talking about it with the Lord, honestly. Cause you're mm-hmm. like, no, like they're my bestie. Like they would never purposely yeah. do that. 
or, you know, they're my parent or they're my sister or whatever, like name the relationship. It, it could be with anyone. Like and fill so, in the blank. You yes. all know you're listening and you're thinking yeah, of somebody. Absolutely. You know? And so I think that I was like, don't be scared to talk to them and tell them the truth. And like she was saying, I think it can be so we're worried about hurting them, but it's hurting us more by building this resentment, maybe like holding some type of grudge or mm -hmm. starting to question y'all's relationship without there being communication on. And I think side. too, like for me, two things. One, I'm a very confrontational person. I have no problem. Like it depends our closeness because no. here's the weird thing. I'm very confrontational and I will like tell you how it is and I have no problem about that. You know, and I love to like bicker about like, conversations. <laughs> but then when it comes to my close friends mm -hmm. and like my close family, you yeah. know, the relationships that matter to mm -hmm. me, I'm so scared of confrontation oh, yeah. because I know how it is. So mm -hmm. like, I don't want to ruin that friendship. Yeah. And then too, like you said, how you'll like over time build a grudge with this person, your relationship will start to feel those effects of you bottling it in because mm -hmm. you'll start to like start picking out little things about them. Mm -hmm. and you're like, oh, that's so annoying of them. Or like, yes. you will start to hate them more, yes. even though you value that relationship. So and it's, much toxic to yes. the max yes yes i completely agree and i also i was talking in our christian ministry or student ministry group here in one of our bible studies about in matthew it talks about um like being meek but meek doesn't mean weak and yes so, i yeah let's let's repeat yes. that hold on meek does not mean weak yes yes it does not mean weak and so and because i feel like christians are like held to the standard of, oh be so nice you can be walked on yes no, no, no. there is a jesus yes. makes a clear line and absolutely yeah. you were saying that when we were talking earlier yes absolutely so we're called to be kind as christians we are not called to be nice we're not called to be walked over and let things that hurt us like happen to us over and over and over again so that's where and that's where the balance of grace and truth yes, comes in like yes. you can't compromise on the truth of the situation the reality of what you're feeling the reality of what's going on just because you want to have grace with that person but then you can't also just you know shout the truth at them and yeah. shout it like yeah. then you have no grace and then and then the relationship ain't gonna be there <laughs> <laughs> if you do either yes so I think, I think it's just learning how to deliver it, like letting God speak through you. Because if it's in our own human strength and power, we're ruining the relationship easily. Right. Because no matter if it's a relationship, like a, you know, like a relationship with, you know, your boyfriend, girlfriend yeah. or friendship, yeah. Christ has to be at the center regardless. Absolutely. Like when we were saying, if he's not, it's not going to work. It's simply, truly like simply like, it's not gonna point work. Blank, period. And this goes back too to like the likes and the dicks, dislikes yes, too, yes. because it's okay to not like something, and then you don't have to compromise that in your friendship and in your relationships, and then like let it build up in you. Watch that relationship come back, yes. and then you're like, I'm yes. gonna, like come clean yes. about oh, I didn't actually like that you did this. Exactly. I think communication and everything is so key, and it and relationships with Jesus, relationships with your boyfriend, relationship with your girlfriend, relationship with your friends, with your parents, like our lives everyone. are built on relationships. Yes. So make it as real and authentic as they're designed to be. Mm -hmm. And but like watch your circle. Like keep your friend, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like 
keep keep the people that you want close close and mm-hmm. work towards that like talk to them when something affects you like don't come down on them like we're called to build each other up not break each other down mm-hmm. so yeah just approach with grace and so this just came to my mind but i think it's i think we need to talk about it because society has such a skewed relationship of a skewed view of what relationships would look like. Yes. They'll be like, if they're not giving me the same energy back, you know, screw them, you know, yeah. I'll drag their name through the dirt. Yeah. You know, like, I have no problem cutting you off so harsh. And yeah. I think that people are scared of that. Like, For sure. knowing that that could be the possibility of you just being cut off. And yes. so they're scared to, like, give into relationships or scared to confront yes. because... I mean, nobody wants to be ghosted. But no. like, nobody wants to be cut off. No, it's a little bit embarrassing. It is. It is it's, truly embarrassing. It's like very humbling. <laughs> <laughs> and so, I I think that's so true. But I also we were in church today, and he was like, "We're not called like to be served, but we're called mm-hmm. to serve." Yeah. And I think that we're that's so forgotten in relationships because it's like they're not giving me the time of day they're not giving me their energy whatever sometimes you're just having a really hard day and yes there are red flags there are toxic relationships we're not disregarding that at all and we're not saying like be like submissive or anything like that in a negative way but it's like be there support them like Mm -hmm. if they're having a bad day like be who they need you to be because they can hopefully they do the exact and they should do the exact same thing for you and that's not that's like you know, significant other, but friends too. Like mm-hmm. people should uh, extend that grace that they want extended to them. Yeah. I think that's so big. I have a mentor back at home. Shout out Lachelle if you're watching this. Um, but she said one time, she was talking about like with her husband, but I it goes to like every relationship, you know, everybody receives love in a different way mm-hmm. and learning to show up for that person in that way that they need, you know? Yes. And you have to be honest about like how you receive love mm-hmm. and how you express your love because you it could just be like a total miscommunication sometimes of like, oh, you doing that actually hurts me and they're unaware yeah. of that. Yeah. And society also has this view, I heard it in a podcast today, like when I was take like when I was listening and like before my nap. Mm-hmm. And it said that people think that love is it's almost as the society's view is selfish. Like, oh, it's that warm, fuzzy feeling you give me. And that's how our relationship is built. Because when I'm around you, I get that warm, fuzzy feeling. But Jesus says something totally contrary. And he yes. says that love is a choice. Love is an action. Yes. You have to, you're not going to always feel that warm, fuzzy no. feeling with people. No. But you have to decide to still show up for them because you love them. Exactly. Like, you have to think, we're not always easy to love. Like, oh, we have- imagine, like, Jesus has yeah. so much oh grace for gosh. us. Oh my gosh. How does so he still love me? So much grace for us. Like, it's crazy. And I think that is such a beautiful example of love and forgiveness, too. Like, yes. if Jesus could die on the cross for us before, before we even asked for forgiveness, we're yes. extended this grace, extended this love. Like, I can forgive. I can love like Jesus did. And it's Mm -hmm. obviously so hard because we're human and we have, you know, all the feelings and we can justify, we can be selfish and like our justifications. But yeah, I think that's such a good point. And it's so hard to like unlearn Mm -hmm. what society has said about that because you're like, oh, I'm not feeling this, you know, butterflies, warm, fuzzy feeling. Like it's over. And I'm like, I'm just done. You yeah. know, I'm done with yeah. it. But yeah. then in reality, it's like, do 
like, is this a relationship you want to keep? Because mm-hmm. if you do, then you have to continue to show up, you know? And like, yes. like you said, serve this person. Yes. Like you're truly there to serve, you know, and you should be getting that same energy back. Mm-hmm. You know, they should, the person you're in that relationship with should also want to serve you back. Yes. And, and then I think you have to, you know, how would you even like give advice to people? How do I identify if their friendships, relationships are toxic? Like having that in mind of yeah. they're not, not energies being yeah. received back. My biggest advice is do you leave, question, do you leave feeling full? Do you leave feeling so excited about life? And so like mm-hmm. they chase, like they help you in your like run for Jesus. Like they are walking alongside of you through the thick and the thin, like mm-hmm. through the hard times and the good times. And they're praying for you. They're, they laugh with you. Like everything it's, healthy you're you're they just make you excited about mm-hmm. life and even if they might not agree with like whatever you're doing like they're gonna tell you like they're just not yes. gonna let they're gonna be a good accountability partners yeah and i think in a toxic relationship you leave tired you leave anxious you leave and i love that because yeah. you can have friends that are fun yeah and you you know oh, you yeah. celebrated the night you yeah. had a great night but you leave the night still feeling empty yes and that is truly a sign of you know, is it a godly relationship too? Yes. Is it a soul filling relationship? Yes. I mean, like the name, the Honey Pop Podcast. You know, life giving, soul filling words. Yes. Like you need to be fulfilled, when not I just can. you know bare minimum. Yes. So yes. I'll let you keep going on that. Absolutely, and I just I think that you have to experience them to know too. Unfortunately, and I think mm-hmm. that. It's in the, of course, it's like in the dark times, you appreciate the good. But it's like, <laughs> unfortunately. Like so but, cheesy, but so true. Yes, exactly. But I think it's after maybe being in relationships or friendships that are not Christ-centered or not fulfilling or, fil- or you know, like joyous and, mm-hmm. and just happy. But like, yeah, like joyous over happy, I would say. I think too, this reminds me of, so in college, I've been learning that if I don't like somebody, I can cut them off. You know, like I don't ha- that's that goes contrary to what I just said. But like if I'm not feeling that soul filled relationship, don't I don't have to pursuing. hang out with them again. Yeah, yeah. But I remember being in high school coming from a small town. It was like you have to be who who is there. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, maybe we can like speak to those people still in high school or st- maybe not in high school, but they're in a situation that's like, how do I navigate? keeping because you know like they're in a situation where you know they can't like the relationship can't blow up and it can't be bad but like you don't want to have that close relationship with them absolutely i think that goes that's tricky because i think we've all been there um Mm -hmm. my biggest thing is just don't talk bad about the person to anyone like you know you have your safe places but genuinely like don't gossip because it's gonna stir the pot. 100%. Word always gets around. Oh yes. We I feel like there's everything's connected somehow. And that's not to scare you, but it's just to remind you and make you aware that um it can always get back. And you might not ever you know, you wouldn't want someone saying something like that about you. And I also mm-hmm. think that um that's where our topic of confrontation comes in. Like just maybe if you feel it right like be like hey i really need to talk to you and have a civil conversation just Mm -hmm. speak but also listen too 
Yes, you have two, you have two ears and one mouth for a reason. And again, that is so cheesy. But the Lord is saying something with that. 100%. Like, come on. One hundred percent. So I think that and you know, like I think slowly distancing is always an an easier way out. Um, in a sense of it doesn't have to be this big like goodbye and good riddance, like I'm leaving. Yeah. You know, but it could just be like you know, maybe you just don't hang out with them as much, or maybe you like sit with someone else at like lunch, but you're like, you still say hey to them. Like, it's mm-hmm. not, you can still be kind and extend grace, but you do not have to give them the time of day like you used to. I love that. And I was talking with somebody the other day, and they're like, well, I'm scared to confront because I'm scared of their response. And I said, mm-hmm. you can still tell them how you feel. Yeah you may get a hurtful response yeah. back. You might. Yeah. Like, that's just yeah. the part of living in this world. Yeah. But then you can, then you have said and truthfully said, I've laid it on the table. Yeah. You know, I, I gave it my best shot, and now I can walk away yes. knowing that I didn't just leave it as... Yeah, you know, exactly, exactly. And I think, yeah, I think you can't... Don't do it because you're fearful of their response. Like, don't mm-hmm. not do it because you're fearful of their response. Like, you cannot control. And I cannot their even response. count how many times I've not done uh-huh. something because I've been scared of what For somebody's sure. response is going to be sure. to that, or held back with what I really wanted to say. Absolutely. Again, morphing what I wanted to say <laughs> into what I know they wanted to hear. Yes, yes, exactly. But yeah, don't don't avoid it because you're fearful of what they're going to say because you can't you cannot control how people respond to something you can yeah. only control like how you deliver it and how you take it and then what it's what you do with that you know right like, and what you said the other day too was like bef- you have to also you can take responsibility of what you say in that confrontation mm-hmm. and how you lead up to that conversation mm-hmm. confrontation and then what you do with that after and what I mean by that is like Camille said in our conversation you can ask the Lord for strength going into that conversation yes. and he will provide you with strength yes that confrontation, you know, with that person may not, you know, go how you intended it, but how you walk away is just as important. You know, you're not walking away, you know, swearing at them, talking behind your back, texting your friends, nasty things about them right away. Yes. And then you have to go give it back to the Lord. You can't just keep that up inside of you. No. Because no. you have to surrender. Exactly. And then, like you said, you know, bottle things up mm-hmm. and you're going to end up gossiping. Oh, you're you gonna are going to end up gossiping. You're going to explode. It may not hit you today, but it will hit mm-hmm. you maybe in a couple months. Mm-hmm. Maybe it takes a year. Maybe it takes a couple days. Yeah. But it will hit you. Yes. Yes. And that's scary because, mm-hmm. I mean, there's nothing worse than everything just like boom blowing up. <laughs> kind of blowing up. Unfortunately, sometimes things just have to blow up based on. And you learn. You, you learn do. from those mistakes, those moments, those um unfortunate events yes <laughs> you know like crumbling down but don't be scared and don't i think like the right friends are gonna stick around the they right will. people are gonna stick around you should never have to settle you should never have to change who you are or you should never have to like morph a person into someone who they're not to fit right. your standards of who you want them to be too yeah. and that goes for like relationships of like friends and significant others. Girl, that is such a good note to end on. That is like the perfect line that you could have said. Ooh, I love it. So anyways, y'all, this is Camille Huff. Yeah, you spell it H-O-U-G-H.
bitch, which I butchered that the first time <laughs> I met her. Okay, most people So don't. I will link her Instagram like in the description. But this is Camille Huff and Madeline Torkelson on the Honeypot Podcast. Mm-hmm.